Yo, 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 Thought Warriors. What is up? Our learning is on is I, Van Lathan Jr. And it's me, Rachel Lynn Lindsay. Crypto. Rachel, how much crypto you got? Mm-hmm. Zero. <laughs> Nothing. Nada. I, I'm not going to get into something that I don't understand. I'm just, I'm not that type of person. I just, I don't get it. People have tried to explain it to me. I have tried to read articles about it. I'm good with What about crypto don't you get? And stocks. I don't understand why I need to buy it. I don't understand why it needs to be monetized. I don't even know if I necessarily understanding exactly what I'm monetizing. It, so, it comes, so crypto is like, it's like digital gold. No. Okay. No, didn't ask. All right. And is the crypt is crypto supposed to be used in, in the metaverse? No, you can use it in the metaverse. You can use it in the metaverse, but you also have like an actual Bitcoin that you put in your wallet that's worth the amount. So you could go to Walmart. So you have some. I had some. So you can go to Walmart with an actual coin that's worth whatever Bitcoin is worth. And so you can go to a Walmart with like a coin that's worth eighty thousand dollars and then you give it to them. And then, eighty thousand. Yeah, it's like an eighty thousand dollar. Why coin. would I not just use the twenty dollars that I have? Because you have the coins, right? So you have these coins that worth whatever, and you go and you use them in Walmart, and then you can actually any place that takes Bitcoin, they have to be have enough money on hand to give you change in cash. So if you go to Walmart and you give them a Bitcoin and it's worth eighty thousand, and let's say you pay for a Coke, they got to give you like seventy nine 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 nine. Eight two back in cash. What is Bitcoin to the dollar, or what is the dollar to Bitcoin? So, like, how much Bitcoin equals one dollar? Well, well, you, Bitcoin is worth eighty thousand dollars a coin, or whatever, and then a dollar is worth one dollar. Eighty thousand dollars a coin. Okay, so it, the the price of the Bitcoin goes up and down. So it used to be eighty, it used to be fifty, now it's like twenty, right? So the oh. Bitcoin is worth what the Bitcoin is worth, and the dollar is worth a dollar. So you said had, keyword, had. Right. What happened? Because so, here's the thing with Bitcoin. You spent all your money? Well, here's the thing with Bitcoin. Or you lost it. So there's a, there's a, Bitcoin is based, so you're aware of, like, the mountains of China. Sure. Okay, so you ever heard of the term mining Bitcoin? Yes. So this is why Bitcoin is, like, so... Uh, it's so controversial because they're actually Chinese citizens that they make mostly expats or like foreign nationals that they make go up and mine the Bitcoin. They have to go like like on the side of the Great Wall of China and they have to like mine this mineral and then this mineral they take and they use that to power the computing systems that make the Bitcoin. So this is huge environmental thing. Like you remember Kevin Hart's brother was over there mining Bitcoin. And he like, you never met it. He he got this huge gash on his leg and he was over there mining Bitcoin. You never heard of this? Gosh, no. Mm -hmm. Oh, wow. So, yeah. So you go over there and you mine the Bitcoin. And what happened was it's like there are too many Bitcoin miners. People trying to mine the Bitcoin all over the place. Different people mining Bitcoin. Uh, People try to get into mining it. Martin Short at one time was mining it. Um, uh, Who else was mining it? Um, uh, Mike Myers. Wayne's World, Dana Carvey, those guys were mining it. And just too many people get hurt doing it. And that makes the Bitcoin plummet. 
And so, like, because of environmental stuff. And so now it's down. Inflation and, and it affects the Bitcoin because there's not the workforce to go mine the Bitcoin for the side of the Great Wall of China. And then we get to where we are right now. Like, different situations with it. That, that's just one way, though. Okay. I just, the, the, again, I'm I'm cool with, like, dollars. You're cool with dollars. So you don't want to try anything new is what you're saying. Is the market good right now for that? For No, it's not. Inflation. Exactly. So let's revisit. I'm not going to be on the forefront of it. I'm going to tell you that right now. I'm not that daring. Right. Ethereum. Are you familiar with Ethereum? I've heard of it. Comes from the ocean. See, that's what, like that's another thing is like Ethereum is actually. But tell me why I want that. Tell me why I want crypto, NFTs, Bitcoin, Ethereum over dollars right now. So do you know how deep the ocean is? I know it's deep. It's pretty deep, right? So <laughs> Ethereum, which comes from nearly the bottom of the ocean, fish okay. swimming around and stuff like that. It's an endless, endless, endless source of wealth. But it's just hard to get down there. James Cameron, Avatar, The Abyss, all that type of stuff. It's difficult to get down there. But once you get mm-hmm. down there and you get to it, if you can get it back up. But there are different people, Ice Road Truckers, you know, uh, what do you call the show? Um, Deadliest Catch, uh, Perfect Storm. Oh, okay. It's different people that, like, do it. And it's very dangerous. Once again, it's very dangerous sure. and not good for jellyfish snails things of that nature so it gets fucked up and sometimes the pita gets involved uh greenpeace places like that so these things are it's almost like fossil fuels dinosaurs triceratops you know mm-hmm. um and so you know within with with the way the workforce is right now the great recession is less people to mine it less people to mine it price goes down blah 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 whatever so you could make a lot of money mining ethereum in the deep ocean and you could also probably make a lot of money uh, mining Bitcoin along the, the 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 Great Wall of China, but but I will tell you this: the dollar is just like another currency, you know. Before the dollar, there there was different types of currencies. There was the Amram, and okay, and when was that? This was like the seventeen hundreds. Okay, all right. So for 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 a few hundred years, this what how we've been rolling. Yeah, the Amram, and then there was the Kishok. And then it became the di- the dollar after that, you know. Um, but you'll you'll never get into crypto, no matter what. I didn't say never, but you know, don't make dollars. It don't make sense. Uh, oh. <laughs> what have you heard about like crypto going down? What do you think when you see all these people yeah, losing all their money? Well, I, you, what do you think I'm doing? Tap dancing. I'm not going to rejoice <laughs> in the fact that people are losing their money. Right. That's sad. I mean, I think there's been this whole wave and a lot of people have been really getting into crypto and NFTs, whether they understand it or not. It's just everywhere you go, you see it. I mean, is it, but isn't this also been, have, blah, can't talk. Hasn't this also been predicted? that it will go down and then it will come back up. Like, aren't people saying that this is just a part of the cycle of it all? Yeah, I mean, with anything- the stock market's down too. The stock market's down too, but with anything that's, when you have asteroids, you know what I mean? So with anything that um, that deals in something like that, you never know, you know? 
Right. I'm just not that much of a risk taker. Right. So, uh, we talked about this. Like, you're not a gambler. I'm not a gambler either. No, no. I mean, if I go to Vegas, I am going to hit the tables. Sleep. What but, the, like. What, what, what do you gamble? What's your game, Rach? 21 blackjack. Okay. 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 That's it. Nigga. And I'll play it. I'll play it every single time I go. But I usually break even. And then I'm like, okay, that's it. You break even? I, as yeah, as, or if I if I go up a little bit, if I go up like a hundred dollars, I'm like, okay, I'm done. As soon as I lose a dollar, it's over. I don't have enough no, money better to than lose. That. You know what I'm saying? I, I remember LSU had me up one year, up, and then I played big on a national championship game, and Alabama stomped a mud hole in our asses, and that was it. That was it, baby. Me and my boy T Bird. Me and my boy T Bird. <laughs> The FedEx guy that I met on uh, on uh, what? yeah, this is FedEx guy that I met when I was uh making delivery when I was uh, on the street for uh uh for TMZ. T Bird was his name, and me and T Bird used to get action. We used to bet it. I was a degenerate gambler. People were so worried about me, you know. Um, T Bird. T Bird was his name. Like Greece. Well, yeah, like like Greece is another place. Greece, another place they mine. They mind Dogecoin. They mind Dogecoin. I was talking about the movie, and you know that. T Birds. You like you like that movie. You like <laughs> Grease 2 better. <laughs> okay. I like Grease the first one, but I have seen Grease 2. Grease 2 is fucking stupid. I don't care what anyone <laughs> says, man. It's fucking stupid. First of all, they need to curb the gang violence at Rydell High. You know what? How come they didn't run a <laughs> how, like, 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 how come they didn't <laughs> like like how come they didn't put a Rico on these niggas? Put a Rico on them niggas. Put a Rico right now on the T-Birds. What were they doing? What were they doing? It's a game. Loitering? That's the only thing the T-Birds did was loiter. That okay. was it. Can I ask you a question? Did they have races that were dangerous where people got hurt? Did they have races? Like like illegal street races? Okay. And drag racing? No. Loitering and racing? No. Man, they need to put a Rico on the T-Birds. Pink ladies too. <laughs> Peak ladies must be uh peak ladies might be worse. You know they ain't got no jobs, bunch of beauty school dropouts. You know what I'm saying? Like put like it's, it's only one. It wasn't a thing. Beauty okay? school drop. What's the best was... song from Greece? The first one, Summer Love. Nah, nigga. Beauty school dropout. No. Beauty school dropout beauty is hilarious. School beauty school dropout. <laughs> <laughs> go, <laughs> go back to high school. Beauty school dropout is hilarious. We always used to fast forward through that part. Through beauty school dropout? Yeah, Why? yeah. It was a downer. It was a downer in the movie. Wasn't my favorite part. Um, did you like the hand job? The hand job is by far the best part. Born, to, born to hand job, baby. White people really think they be getting off. It's a motherfucking hand job. But we were right there doing it with white them. People, white people, white, white people always come with something that makes us think for a second. Are these niggas getting off? Like for example, go, like, like like go to like a country music bar and watch them hit that achy breaky, and you like, are these niggas fucking getting it? They kind of getting it with that achy breaky shit. No, they re- the line dancing is fun to do. Th- they get it. 
they get it. I, I'm never, not gonna I'm lie. Never line dance in the club before. I guess the electric slide is a line. At dance. a country, at a we used to have this place in Texas called Cowboys Red River, hmm. and it was a country. It was a country bar, but on Thursdays it was like a teen night, and they went to hip hop. So we did. You start off with line dancing, and it was hip hop, and everybody used to go there. It was a spot. I got a mean line there. dance. I got a great two step. Definitely not going there. That well, was not a, now. That was a trap by the police. That's all they was doing was profiling y'all. How many niggas got arrested? A lot were there. And no, they did all not they get arrested. Did arrested. You know what? You know what I just what I was thinking about? Hmm? You the feds, ain't you? Don't you do that to you me. You are the feds. Don't you, you do that to me. got a couple of feds on this podcast. Ne- Van, stop. Name, <laughs> name me how name me how I'm the feds. Tell me how I'm the feds. Uh your pops is a federal judge? Don't do that to him. I mean, I love him to death. That nigga's the feds. Let's be honest. Come on. He's not the feds. He's the definition he's of the feds. Working, he's not he's working the with the cops. The okay? He's not about? working with the cops. He is simply, simply carrying out justice. I think he's probably on our side. What if you can I ask you a question? And this is a very disrespectful question, so I hope the judge is not listening. If you found out that the judge was on the take, would you have more, <laughs> more or less respect for him? I'm not answering. <laughs> <laughs> Anything that can implicate my dad or somebody oh! using I'm not, I'm not gonna are they use it against him? No. I'm not going to answer the question. The judge would never. He's a man of integrity, a man of honor. I saw you in the picture with pretty hair for Mother's Day. <laughs> yeah. What did y'all do? AKA my mom. Mm-hmm. What did y'all do for Mother's Day? That I wasn't there. I was flying to Charlotte. Charlotte. I had to fly to Charlotte. You ever been to Charlottesville? No. Yeah. Come on. I'm asking. I don't think it's just a place people just go to. The University of Virginia is in Charlottesville. Oh, is it? Yes. Some people. <laughs> I just thought there just happened to be a random protest in that city. I did not realize there was a school there as well. <laughs> I'm like, who would go to Charlottesville? Oh, no it's just a whole bunch of cavaliers, whole I'm bunch like, of cavaliers, oh. managers, <laughs> whole bunch of cavaliers. Like, what is, what is my bad, talking y'all. about? Shout out to the University of Virginia. Okay, on the other side of this break, we're going to talk about the big deal of the day, which is, of course, Young Thug and Gunna's problems, and they are big. We'll be right back. This episode is brought to you by Anytime Fitness. We're not all professional athletes, but we all have health goals. That's why Anytime Fitness gives you access to personalized plans and support from a coach. Plus, you can track your training, nutrition, and recovery progress with the Anytime Fitness app, just like the pros. With 24-7 access to more than 5,000 gyms worldwide, get more from your gym membership. Visit anytimefitness.com to try it for free today. Terms, conditions, restrictions, all apply. See website for details. This episode is brought to you by Atlassian. Atlassian software like Jira, Confluence, and Trello 
help power global collaboration for all teams so they can accomplish everything that's impossible alone. Because individually, we're great, but together, we're so much better. Learn how to unleash the potential of your team at Atlassian.com, A-T-L-A-S-S-I-A-N.com, Atlassian. Tap the banner or visit this episode's page to learn more. All right, on May 9th, while we were doing the podcast, Young Thug, Jeffrey Williams, was taken into custody after his home was raided by law officials. Police took him to the Fulton County Jail, charged with conspiracy to violate the Racketeer Influence and Corrupt Organizations Act. That is the RICO Act. The RICO Act is something that was invented for the mafia. It used to be back in the day that the mafia had a code. That code was on merchant. No one talked. No one said anything. And that meant that it was hard to get prosecutions on certain mafia figures for stuff because the underlings wouldn't talk and the guys at the top never did anything. But if you indict everyone for the same shit, you might be able to roll the underlings up on the guys at the top because they're going to get the same time as them. Or you can even get the guys at the top to flip on the guys at the top or top. You know, um, but now you have yourself a Rico. Really, Giuliani used it back in the day to topple the mafia. And now it has been used to take down rap crews. Rachel, let me ask you a question. Do you think do you think YSL is a gang or a crew of homies from Atlanta being unfairly persecuted by the government? It's hard for me to say if they're a gang. I'm I don't know. I I don't know how they work and how they move or what they say. I mean, I saw Metro Boomin posted that they are an LLC. An LLC. Did you see I that? did see that. He said they're they're an LLC. Right. Just a that are doing great things for the community. Hmm. They could be that. They could be both. Hmm. I don't know. Hard for me to say. So uh... So press conference held on. What do they claim to be? YSL, Young Slime Life, baby. Um, they are a group of homies. They're guys. They hang out. They go places. They go to the movies. They go to the movies. I know I've seen them go to the movies before. You know, I've seen okay. them. You know, hang out different parts of Atlanta. They make music oh. together. You know, mm-hmm. Six Flags. You know what I mean? You ever see you know, Six Flags? You ever, you, okay. Have they ever referred to themselves as YSL gang? I don't know if gang is the right thing. They got changed. How about this? Oh, how about this? How about this? Could they Rico the player proof? We're a group. For what? Uh, for, I don't know. Just Rico us. I don't know. Somebody. Uh, it's my understanding that they're not just going around Ricoing groups of friends. I don't know they're if that's the case. They Ricoing niggas. It's. They re, they Rico uh, Suavian niggas. Niggas is getting Rico. And there's obviously got to be some type of evidence to make these charges, you know, stick. Is the world a better place with Young Thug in jail? That's what I'm asking myself. I don't know. I don't know. It's tough. Um, The prosecutor in this situation uh, had a press conference. And the press conference seemed... To lay down a pretty clear North Star. Doesn't matter who the fuck you are, they're coming after you. Donnie? We are here today about a grand jury indictment that was returned um, that included 
not just Jeffrey Williams, which is of some notoriety and media attention, but about 28 defendants that operated within our community between the time period of 2012 and 2022. Um, it is our allegation that they operated as a criminal street gang and commenced to do havoc in our community. That havoc includes um, crimes of violence, um, crimes of thefts, crimes involving drugs. I've made no secret about it, nor any apology, that as the District Attorney of Fulton County, my number one focus is targeting gangs. And there's a reason for that. They are committing conservatively 75 to 80 percent of all of the violent crime that we are seeing within our community. And so they Yikes. have to be rooted out of our community. I said just a week or two ago, it does not matter what your notoriety is, what your fame is. If you come to Fulton County, Georgia, and you commit crimes, and certainly if those crimes are in furtherance of a street gang, that you are going to be prosecutors say a that in 2015, focus, Williams, focus Jeffrey Williams, office, and we are going to prosecute an infinity sedan from Hertz, which was later used in the murder of a rival gang member. Yikes! There are also references that paint Williams as the leader of the YSL gang, and two associates discussed how to obtain his permission to attempt to murder YFN Lucci while he was incarcerated. Now, quick story on that. A little while ago on Instagram, someone reached out to me that was connected to YFN Lucci. And they wanted me, I think maybe thinking that I still worked at TMZ, they wanted me to report the fact that YFN Lucci had been stabbed while he was in jail. I told him, I told this person that uh, I could say it, but there are probably they'd probably be better off going to TMZ because, um, you know, it's you want it picked up and you want as, as many people to know about it, right? People still reach out to me with tips from 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 now and again. This, per, this individual did not say where they thought this attack came from. The only thing that they were saying was that they did not feel like Luigi was safe in whatever facility he was in because people had made an attempt on his life. There is and has been a pretty well-known beef between YFN, which is Lucci's crew, and YSL, mm -hmm. which is the crew of Young Thug. Mm -hmm. I read through the indictment. We're going to have Bruce Rivers on a little bit later, who is a criminal lawyer, does Criminal Lawyer Reacts on yes. YouTube to talk more about this. I read the indictment as well as I could. Okay? In the indictment, it seems like they're going to go for other rap crews. I'll be honest with you. There were other rap crews named in that indictment that they are identifying as gangs. The question is, what's the line? Is the ASAP mob a gang, right? Is TDE a gang? What's the difference between a gang now and a rap crew? What's the difference between a bunch of guys that are together because they've always been this, right? G-Unit, it was all one crew. This is not from, I'm not saying, 50 has been very clear. He is not gang gang. He does not gang bang. So I'm just saying, they've always been crews. Rockefeller had a chain, a symbol, or whatever. It's the rock. There was hand signals. There were all of these things that mimic street gang culture. What is the, and, and some of those guys got in trouble. Okay. What's the difference, Rachel? I think you just hit it. You just said mimic street gang culture. It seems like based on this indictment that came out, they're not mimicking it. They are it. They are a part of it. It also seems like whether it's in their music videos or lyrically, they are claiming 
to be a some sort of gang. They are claiming even responsibility for certain crimes that have been committed. So this isn't just mimicking here. And I'm not saying that that's the case for every 28 person that was indicted, but there seem to be people who are affiliated with YSL who are claiming to be a gang or are participating in some type of gang activity. So I think that this reaches beyond mimicking it. So when you ask where's the line drawn, I think the line is where are their chart? Where can I actually put place charges on someone affiliated with this crew or this gang or this organization or this LLC as some people are referring to it as? I think that's what there's the difference. Can I actually point to this person doing some type of gang related activity? Or are they just wearing chains and have hand signals and wrap together on the same label? It seems like you want thug in jail, Rachel. No, I'm just saying, listen, we just heard from the DA who, for those of you who don't know, is a black woman. Mm-hmm. We just heard from her. We heard her speak. She seems very passionate about what's happening in her community. And she stated statistics, and I'm just going off her statistics that say 75 to 80% of the crime that's happening in her community, you can contribute to gangs. So she seems to be wanting to do things that are gonna better her community. And if that means, according to her, going after a group that may be popular, that's affiliated with that type of crime, she's saying that there's no limit to it. I'm not going to knock her if that's really what her intention is of fixing an issue in her community. Uh, I've seen some of you say, why don't they rego the KKK? Why does the government take aim at the KKK? I'll have you guys know that the government has been influ- uh, infiltrating the KKK for years. The FBI has been infiltrating the KKK for years. The, K- the KKK is a domestic terrorist organization. It's a different sort of standard than a street gang or criminal organization is. Uh, if the KKK has members out there selling dope and doing other things as part of a criminal conspiracy, then maybe they will get Rico. I don't know anything about Rico. I just wish that these brothers that become millionaires would make better decisions. When we're... Uh, let me keep it all the way gangster. All the way gully. Let me keep it gully. If, in fact, this is true and Young Thug ends up becoming uh, a ward of the state, if they can't beat this, um, if, in fact, he goes to jail, the failure on the part of Young Thug cannot be overstated. You You can't overstate the failure. I'm saying it right now. Fuck what you could do. Fuck what you should do. If you are from a certain situation and you make it out. I understand the way people grew up and the influences that are on their life. But if you come from the worst parts of something and your talent and your smarts allow you to get to the best part of something. It is your responsibility Your responsibility, not you should, not you could, it's your responsibility to the people behind you and the people whose lives you can impact to clean your shit up. Wouldn't give a fuck. I'm not trying to tell nobody if you somewhere 
in the in the hood and you fucked up and you broke and you got to make all of these decisions, that's one thing. But if you somewhere with $20 million and you didn't made all of these records and you doing this and you still playing gangster, the facts haven't come out yet. But if you still doing that, you should be ashamed of yourself. Straight up. Mm. Everybody, wise okay. the fuck up. Wise up. Yep. Wise yep. up. Um, all right. We got Bruce Rivers, criminal lawyer react coming on right now. He's gonna answer the more technical questions. What is a Rico? What is it? It's a Gerardo song. Rico. You remember that joint? Yes, I do. <laughs> that joint was a killer. <laughs> yeah. He started off rapping in Spanish. But then all of a sudden he broke into English. Hey, it's me, Rico Suave. This is why I love all the girls. I do my thing. Blah, 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 blah. It was just funny. He went from Spanish to English and like all the girls loved him. My mom used to go nuts. I'm Rico. Rico. I can't do it. I can't do the, the tongue thing. <laughs> um, look, you guys, we got to talk about what's going on in hip hop right now, which is Rico. Um, and so we, we we like we we have to talk to somebody who knows, and this guy I'm a big fan of, Bruce Rivers. He does this amazing YouTube channel where he breaks down criminal law stuff normally from the aspect of hip hop. It's pretty cool. And he's he's a lawyer. He's a lawyer. Let's he's put that out there. It's called Not criminal just a YouTuber. Lawyer reacts. Bruce Rivers. He's going to help us make some sense of this whole YSL thing uh, when we come back on the other side of this break. This episode is brought to you by Anytime Fitness. We're not all professional athletes, but we all have health goals. That's why Anytime Fitness gives you access to personalized plans and support from a coach. Plus, you can track your training, nutrition, and recovery progress with the Anytime Fitness app, just like the pros. With 24-7 access to more than 5,000 gyms worldwide, Get more from your gym membership. Visit anytimefitness.com to try it for free today. Terms, conditions, restrictions, all apply. See website for details. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. You guys, a lot of stuff happening in hip-hop. You're hearing a lot of terms you might not be aware of. A lot of stuff is flying over your head, but not anymore because we have someone here that's going to explain it to you. Bruce Rivers, he's a trial lawyer specializing in criminal defense Certified by the National Board of Trial Advocacy as a criminal trial specialist. He's also certified by the Minnesota Minnesota State Bar Association as a criminal law specialist. His memberships include National Trial Lawyers Top 100, Academy of Certified Trial Lawyers of Minnesota. Wow, newly elected board member. Way to go. Minnesota Association of Criminal Defense Lawyers board member and National Association of Criminal Defense Lawyers. But more, most importantly, I watch him all the time. Because he has a really popular, hilarious, and educational YouTube channel called Criminal Lawyer Reacts, where he reacts to prominent cases featured in news media. Bruce, how are you doing today? Thank you for joining us. Good. Thanks for having me. It's uh, it's a pleasure to be here. It's actually a pleasure to really be anywhere. 
that's very true, Bruce. It's, yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Really so <laughs> we're going to we're going to jump into the legal problems that Young Thug and Gunna are looking at right now. Two very, very popular rappers from the Atlanta area. But before we do that, I want to ask you a very, uh, a very straightforward question. What is a Rico? Uh, Rico is a uh, wide net. Um, it's uh, it's a, a tool that the government uses to uh, go after basically an organization, and it's easier to prove. It's a much more and it's the reason they do this in a large measure is they they are able to capture a lot of the little fish to snitch on the bigger fish. Mm. So uh, that's why that's why they have twenty eight people on this indictment. So they can. So their goal is to get somebody to roll up on. In this case, I guess Thugger, right? Right. Mm. Right. So So Rico, in his case, is. Go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry. Well, and this might be what you were about to say because I was going to say, you know, we're used to mainly hearing about Rico in the federal sense, but these are state charges. Can you explain that we're in the state of Georgia dealing with this, and if it's worse that they're state charges instead of federal? Well, here's the thing. The RICO charges themselves are not really what's going to hem him up. It's the conspiracy to commit murder. It's the uh, it's the the shit that they just found. Pardon me. I didn't mean to swear. Oh, you got no, it. No, no. Um, you you got it. Shit. Yeah, please. Okay. Please all do right. It, um, <laughs> but it's it's the stuff that they found in his home when they executed a search warrant. So he got the original indictment, the original, original RICO indictment. Then they arrested him. Then they searched his house. Now, you know, they found a bunch of stuff at, the, at his house like illegal guns and drugs and whatever else. And that stuff is going to hem up uh, probably more than the Rico itself. Hmm. The Rico only has a 20 year man, uh, 20 year. It's got a five year mandatory minimum in Georgia with a 20 year cap. Hmm. So the Rico five year mandatory minimum, 20 year cap. So the worst that can happen to thug in this situation would probably be 20 years. And that includes on the conspiracy uh, to murder beef. Mm-mm. No, no, because he could be looking at life. That's a totally separate charge. He could be looking at life uh, in addition to the Rico. So Young Thug, you're telling me right now, it's conceivable that Young Thug could get a life sentence in prison. Yeah. Uh, yeah. that's I guarantee you that's what they're going after. So is the Rico a tactic that they use to get into the house to be able to possibly have some of these other charges? The, yeah, the RICO is the wide net. Um, you can't you can't get somebody who is the leader of something because generally their fingerprints aren't, aren't on much, right? So they have to you know work their way from the bottom up. Where did the RICO as a law enforcement tactic come from? It came from the mafia, mm. like in the seventies. And uh, and there are a lot of these, you know, Giuliani was one of the first people that was when he was a good lawyer and said what he is now um, <laughs> doing cameos for your answering machine. Um, but anyway, uh, but back then it was it, I mean, they really but that's how they did it, though. They, they you know, it's a crime, you know, uh, anything furthering the organization, anything that is um, uh, and, and they had like five different things that that. Uh, they had uh, crimes of violence. They had drug trafficking. They had witness intimidation and a couple other things. 
So that it was basically five different uh, areas of crime. And anybody that was part of the organization that helped in any way, any small way, uh, knowing what they were doing, um, you know, and so, and one of the things that he was smart in doing is he bailed a lot of these guys out. Did you hear about that? Who? No. No, tell us what happened. Yeah. So Young Thug bailed, uh, he and his record label, they, they bailed a shit ton of these guys out early on. Which means so they're, not, they're not they're not sitting behind bars, like pressed, feeling very upset, more likely to flip on him. Right. They're not sweating it out in a jail cell. And I think he was denied bond, if I'm not mistaken. Him and Gunnar were both Yes, I was going to ask you about that. He, yeah, they both were. So is that any indication as to how the, this process, because we're not at trial yet, but possibly trial could go? And can they change the fact that Bell was not, uh, that Bell was denied? I think you're going to see probably a run uh, by the defense team to try to get him out. You're going to see because right now it's a little bit too early for them to have a plan in place. And because this, you know, just kind of happened and he was plucked off the street. So they'll put a plan together in place. They'll have a motion to reduce his bail and it may or may not be successful. We'll see. I have to see what happens. But he's looking at life. So I, I think that um, uh, I don't think that they'll re- a judge in Georgia is going to necessarily reduce his bail, especially something that's this high profile. High profile. Let's talk about that for a second. There's a lot of people out there uh, that are wondering why, why Thug? Why Young Thug? Why Gunna? Um, these guys, in their opinions, are entertainers who come from a certain place in Atlanta. And being that they're entertainers, they are being unfairly targeted by a DA who is looking to make a splash by a prosecutor who is looking to make a splash by big game hunting for a rapper and putting a huge pelt um, in her closet. What would you say to people like that? Oh, she's going after a bigger pelt. She's she's, right. She's got a grand jury that's impaneled for Donald Trump and she may wind up using the Rico against Trump. You you watch it. That, That may happen. But to answer your question, this is happening all over the country. It's not just Young Thug. I mean, they indicted five guys uh, in the uh, on the old block in uh, in Chicago. Um, there was uh, a slew of guys in New York that they that they did, and they're and they're they're mining social media. And and hang on one sec. Let me let me grab something here for you. Yeah, Bruce has got something for us. Oh, I see it. (laughs) Stop self-snitching, Bruce. Talk to him. That's what I'm saying. I'm preaching that to these guys because you put shit on, like, Pooh He, You know, how did he get busted? Yeah. By an Instagram post. You know, I mean, and I, I... I don't, I don't revel in, in getting repeat clients. I, you know what I love? I love a guy that I got a shot at beating his case. You win his case, and then... He says, God, I dodged a bullet. Like maybe I should change my ways. Right. Not right. come back to me two months later and say, Hey, what's the crime? For, what's the penalty for counterfeiting? You know, um, <laughs> which that, that actually happened. Uh, I beat a homicide and he calls me two months later and he says, You know, out of the pain and into the fire. Right. <laughs> uh, so they're, they're really going after pockets of guys and they're doing it here. The U.S. attorney here is going after all these carjacking cases. 
because there's we have a, just a shit ton of these uh, carjacking cases, and I don't know why we all of a sudden get these. But the, the U.S. Attorney's Office here is just is now handling these, and they're being handled much differently than they would on a state level. Mm. Now you just held up the stop self snitching hat. I want to talk about this campaign that you, you know, like you, you, you have merch, you talk about it constantly. How did this come about? Well, I'll tell you, first of all, the channel itself came about because of my son. My son is a third year law student. He is, uh, and he's the smartest heck and he's, uh, internet savvy and uh, a lot more so than I am. And he's, and he's into drill and, you know, he, he loves the music, right? And so uh, we did uh, we did a uh, video on on Melly, the first that murder on my mind. That was the first one we did. And about a, and we just did one and it was like kind of fun and whatever. A year goes by. We had like one hundred and forty thousand views on that thing. So I'm like, well, so, so he says, well, let's do some more. So we started doing them regularly. And then as we were doing them, I, it just dawned on me how these guys were getting busted. You know, I mean. I hate it when when people self snitch because you know I, I could have won your case if you would have shut your fucking mouth you know and it's but it's true and I, nobody loves beating a prosecutor's ass like me I just love 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 uh, and you do it quietly you do it quietly and all of a sudden you get that not guilty um, it is just an adrenaline that goes through your body like nobody's business. So I just decided, you know what, we have to, it's a pandemic. Uh, we have to stop this self-snitching. And I just coined the term. And uh, so we started putting out the hats and people are buying the hats like nobody's business. And, uh, but I'm not in it to sell hats. I'm in it to, to protect right. guys. You know what I mean? I mean, obviously we should not do the crimes to begin with. Sure. But if you, if you are going to get, you know, we get caught up sometimes in situations, whatever. Uh, but just then shut your mouth. Don't don't talk to the cops. <laughs> Let me ask you this. I did my best to read through the 88-page indictment of Thug and Gunna. It's, did you really? Yeah, see, I don't know if you know, Bruce, but Rachel here is a lawyer as well, okay? Not I criminal, sensed. though. Uh-huh. I sense. She's one of those highbrow, ivory tower folks. Exactly, right? Yeah, Bruce. <laughs> Exactly. Bruce. Her dad's a federal judge, Bruce. You might be meeting What's him. That? Her dad's a federal judge. You might. I, I can tell just by looking at her, she's got a decent pedigree. Right. Her dad's a federal judge. So look at this. Thank you. So so so, um, legalese is very hard for me to read. It's like not the most fun thing. But I did see something in there that I think is incredibly interesting. I used to frequent a very fun app to talk to all of my friends. Shout out to Royce the Five Nine. Shout out to Glasses Malone, Bishop Brigante, Mouse Jones. Called Clubhouse. And on Clubhouse, we would be talking about rap music and all different kinds of stuff. I saw in this indictment that some of the evidence that the government or the state of Georgia has came from Clubhouse. I will ask you right now, Bruce, is what you say on Clubhouse admissible in a court of law if you are on there self-snitching it um you would know this better than anybody else a uh, statement of a party opponent is always admissible as long as it's relevant right so and what that means is a statement of a party opponent you have the state you know and the defendant the defendant is the party opponent so as i'm in court 
anything I comes out of my mouth, whether it's in a rap video or whether it's in on the street corner or whether it's in clubhouse. And if it's relevant and if it's germane, if it's not, if it's not just a poem, uh, you know, it's coming into evidence. So like when Mally's talking about uh, murder on my mind and it really seems like he's talking about what the fuck just happened, it's coming into evidence. Um, and so if there's conversations on clubhouse, they're not protected by any privilege. Uh, and so, but you have another problem there is be, unless it's a, now we're going to get into some technical ease here. Um, if you have 28 guys in that are lined up for trial and you're going to try them all together, you have some, like my statement could come in. I said, yeah, I, I shot so-and-so. Well, we're all tried as a conspiracy, right? And it's uh, a Rico. Well, there's a case called Bruton where, okay, well, I'm this guy over here. His statement shouldn't come into my trial because it's it's a hearsay statement. You know, it's a party opponent statement against him. But if it's coming into my trial, that's prejudice of me. So there's a real complicating factor there, um, unless it's a statement in furtherance of a conspiracy, in which case, especially in the federal system, you know, everything happens in a light most favorable to the government. So would you recommend that people watch what they say on Clubhouse because the government is listening? Well, what you you just read it in an indictment. What do you think? <laughs> yeah. And, and Bruce, go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, go ahead. Bruce, let me ask you this. We're seeing this used more and more. There also seems to be this movement of people trying to not allow that to be admissible. Do you think there will become there will come a day where you're not allowed? Because I know you mentioned a poem. Well, technically, couldn't you say lyrically the songs of a lyric are a poem? I mean, the lyrics in a song are a poem. Is there a way to get around this? Do you see this possibly happening in the future where it is inadmissible for a music video or lyrics of a song or even a social media post form of expression that it can't I, be used against you? I think it has to happen on a case by case basis, because if I'm Melly and I was just in a car where somebody got the two guys got killed and, um, and all of a sudden I start singing about it like I did it. Um, that's coming into evidence. I don't I, I don't know how it does. It. If I'm Melly and I'm talking about what happened to somebody else on a completely different day and just and it's some random thing and, and it's and maybe it just didn't even really happen. Then I don't think that comes in. So I think it's on a case by case basis. I don't think there will ever be um, a court that will or, or legislator that will rule blanketly that you can't use uh, lyrics of a song in uh, in, a, in a criminal trial. I just don't see that happening. I know Jay-Z and others are, are trying to um, have that happen, but I just, I don't see it happening. Two more questions for you, for me. One, the first second one is- one, Second one's gonna cost you. Thank you, thank you. I will get, get to you. Um, what's the worst case of self-snitching you've ever currently dealt with? Um, I had these young guy, and it's always young guys, because you know, when you're when you're young, you think you know everything. You think you you know. I didn't know how much I didn't know until I got into law school. Until you learn how much there is to know, right? These guys just they they robbed these. They did three carjackings in a row, 
like in a morning studying like they were industrious i'll give them that it started at six in the morning and uh but they put each car on on Philpin facebook and snapchat you know and and they and they've got money and and and, they, and these were nice cars so they're flexing with these cars but they got busted in the afternoon i mean it's like <laughs> what what are you thinking you know what are they anyway do I have a shot? No, I get all I can say is you're young and we shouldn't have done it and see you later. Mm. Which, <laughs> which rapper is the worst at self snitching? Do you feel which is the worst at self snitching? Which rapper is the worst at self snitching? Which rapper self snitches the most? The one that comes to mind is that Pooh Shiesty one where I mean, he, he's holding a, you, you see these guys that hold up wads of cash, you know, and, and uh, and uh. And in that case, they, they were able to track the serial number of, of the money. That was pretty bad. Um, what's his name? Um, NBA Youngboy has really not done himself favors with social media. And I mean, he's on supervised release right now. And he's 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 picking beefs with people on, you know, he's a uh, camera. He was doing something to uh, old Dirk and he's got, uh, you know, uh, in cash, he's got these disses in cash written out. It's like, if I'm a judge looking at this, um, I talked to the supervised release agent and said, what the fuck is he doing? You know, because mm. he's just inviting right. violence. Mm. Right. Here are my last two questions for you. As your popularity grows, are rappers calling on you to defend them? Um, some are and some aren't. I... I got. I just got a call two days ago from uh, an A-list uh, actor's uh, relative. I'll just put it that way, who's in some deep shit, and uh, and so, and I can't tell you who it is, but it's you'd know the name. You, I mean, it's you'd know the name. Wow. And uh, but that's not why I'm doing this. Right. I mean, no, I, no th This know. is really a father-son project, you know. Oh, and but my, I, I, I try cases. You know, and I really I've tried four cases in the last six months. I'm probably going to try another six before the end of the year. And that's where that's what I love doing. I I, I like doing this, too, but because uh, it's a father son project. But I love, love, love trying cases. And I won three out of the four, by the way. Mm. 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 I, I miss trial as well, because uh, I feel like especially on this, people don't go to trial anymore on the civil side, which is the side I was on. But last question I have for you. It's tough to say, but it seems like the government was, um, YSL was on the government's radar for a while. And it seems like that these are going to continue going after other gangs or groups as this movement is, is taking life and they're trying to fight against the rise of crime, as they're saying. What advice would you give to other groups out there because they're either probably already on their radar or they're about to be? Well, this is something I preach on my channel all the time. It's B-U-I-L-D, build, 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 build a life, build your education, uh, build your future, um, build your romantic life with one woman, uh, a decent woman, you know, um, don't let her, uh, the wrong hole drag you down the wrong hole, you know, um, just be, be, you know, just because as you go down the road and you build, you, you so five years goes by and you look back and say, look what I just got done building. 
I don't want to destroy that. You make better choices down the road because of that. So I preach that all the time. And, uh, you know, I get some guys that's, you know, I get these messages on Instagram all the time and, and they're like, what do I do if, uh, if the guy in my car is, you know, we're, we're about to rob somebody. First of all, stop right there. Don't be about to rob somebody, you know, um, but just build, build a future, build a life. Um, you'll make better choices when you have something built because you won't want somebody to tear your tower down. Bruce, your $50 million opinion. What's going to happen with YSL, Young Thug, and Gunner? Uh, I, I don't know. You know, his lawyer came out and, he, uh, first of all, when you start with a YSL, what is the middle, uh, what does the S stand for? Slime. You're, you're starting in a hole <laughs> right there, you know? And so my, I, I, I'm, I'm cautiously optimistic. I'm hoping uh, you know, there's a good deal on the table for him somewhere. Um, I, I don't know what his level of culpability is, so I've only read the indictment. So, and that doesn't make him look innocent, does it? No. This episode is brought to you by Jiffy Lube. Cars can be a big investment, so it's important to take care of them. I once got a car that I started out with 25,000 miles on. I got it to over 200,000 miles because I took care of it. You know how you take care of a car? You take care of the maintenance, the oil, the brakes, all that stuff. And if you don't, you can have a car just completely fall apart. When your car needs maintenance, head to Jiffy Lube. They provide automotive excellence at speed. Get your oil changed, brakes checked, tons of other multi-care services. It's all done by expertly trained technicians who actually care about taking care of you and your car, Jiffy Lube, car more. To find coupons and start an instant online estimate, visit jiffylube.com. This episode is brought to you by Hotels.com. I was traveling internationally last year. I was in Mallorca. I didn't know the island well. I said, let me head to the north, head towards the water. Let me go on Hotels.com and see what they have available. Something preferably on the beach, maybe even a gym. Not only did I get those things, there was a kid's session with exercise gymnastics in the water, pony rides, a train. It had everything, and I didn't even want any of those things. But at least I knew they were there, just in case I changed my mind. And now finding the perfect hotel has never been easier, thanks to the Hotels.com app. Whether you're looking for a family-friendly, right, all-inclusive or a relaxing spa weekend, you can find exactly what you need and compare hotel prices, ratings, and amenities side by side. So start planning your next getaway and find your perfect somewhere in the Hotels.com app. I love Bruce. Stop snitching. Stop self-snitching. He's right. Yeah. He's right. Save a lot of people. Save a lot of people. You know what? I bet Bruce... Like, don't, st- don't commit crime either, but also stop self-snitching. You know what's doing this? It's clout. It's because nowadays, you know, like if a tree falls in the forest and no one hears it, did the tree really <laughs> fall? Now these dudes feel like if I kill a nigga and nobody knows it, did I really kill him? No, and, it's <laughs> the social media. Social media. Did it happen if you didn't post it on social media? That is how people think. I'm did telling you, you really go. Yeah, that's real though. Think about that. The same shit that makes people take pictures of their food and catch is the same thing that makes people self snitch on the internet. You're right. It's tough. You take pictures of your food in restaurants. 
Ah, uh, very rarely. Very rarely. Nigga, you be because posting. remember, you know, but you have to give me something else. Come on. We we we've been over this with food. Food doesn't excite me in that way. I know. It's very so rare that food excites me, unless it's wing stuff. I'm not you, really that like Do you take pictures of food. the dry piece of bread and the seltzer water that you eat when you go out? You like no food. Like <laughs> it, 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 it was, like <laughs> Rachel, what do you like better? Pancakes or 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 waffles? Neither, nigga. I like to eat emotions for breakfast. I didn't even tell you the worst part. Because I was telling my mom, I was like, man, I was so upset. He was so upset. He wouldn't even finish the rest of the question. The thing is, I have eaten pancakes. I don't like syrup. <laughs> what the fuck? Trudy. Like, <laughs> hold on for a second. Goes, Everybody pop in. Did you tell him you don't like syrup? Everybody pop and in. And I was like, Everybody you pop get in. there. He was too upset fuck by it. the first, Everybody the first pop disclosure. In. Am I wrong? I know y'all like to go against me. I know that's the new fun thing in the podcast. Everybody gang up on Van. Isn't Rachel you did a, this to yourself? Even isn't Rachel a food weirdo? Truly, is Rachel a food weirdo? Yes or no? I'm picky, but I think she's pickier, which is saying something. Donnie, is Rachel a food weirdo? True or false? True. It's weird that you don't love food. It's got. It's weird. You don't like syrup, nigga. How the fuck you don't, I don't like, like syrup? syrup? Liquid sugar. And like my and like my my mom had like that bro rabbit. You oh, know, I don't like, like that. It was like molasses. It was uh, no, molasses. Okay. Hey, hey. And I was like, because that's correctly. what her grandmother used. Nah, I mean, fuck her, on that. yeah, grandmother, fuck mother. No. Yeah. Oh, pretty hair. Oh, pretty hair is in my family. Pretty hair is pretty hair is one of us. Like, I gotta be real with you. Okay, that's not syrup. That's like it's molasses. Molten soul. Like, I'd be sitting there with like a pancake out. Look, rest in peace, Van Lathan Sr. You pour that black as tar ass shit. It doesn't taste good. I'll be like, Dad, what are That's you doing to have. fucking pancake? Boy, have some of this. Like, no, stop abusing me. What are you doing? Good. I finally found something yeah. you don't like. Word up. I don't like So that. you understand me. You talk about that so like that, that really dark molasses. It, it's not yes. good. Yes. Donnie, put up a put up a picture put right up a now. Picture of it. Of like, the rabbit. Even like the steams and all of that stuff like that is very, very not. Not tasty. Okay. Uh, key vote to access, to protect access to abortion failed. A key vote on a Women's <laughs> Health Protection Act, a Democrat-led bill aimed at preserving access to abortion nationwide, failed in the Senate on Wednesday. The vote comes as the Supreme Court uh, may be poised to overturn the landmark Roe versus Wade ruling. 49 to 51 with a moderate Democrat. No. It's not a moderate no. Democrat. Okay, he's an undercover double agent. The Republican Party, Joe mm-hmm. Man, I was about to call him something very unflattering. Joe Manchin, he joined the Republicans to stop it. Didn't matter because they didn't have the sixty votes needed to beat the filibuster anyway. And blah 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 blah. Rachel, your thoughts? I, you know what? I'm not even mad at Joe Manchin. You like him. You know why? Because this is Joe Manchin. He's shown us who he is. This is what he does. We know that more likely than not, he's going to vote against, I feel like, the status quo on controversial. Like on, that shouldn't be controversial, but that seem to be controversial issues. Joe Manchin's, I expect him to vote the other side. And you know, at, what, at the end of the day, you can say that the man is consistent on what he does. I'm not mad at him because at this point, he has shown us who he is. I'm mad at the Democrats. Interesting. I really am. The more, but the more, mm. 
I read about the fact that this is going to be the reality that they're overturning Roe v. Wade. The more I delve into the fact that this has been a 50-year fight from the Republicans, and that has been absolutely no secret, I am upset by how appalled the Democrats are that this happened when they've been working on it for 50 years. And I guess I just don't want to see Democrats stand on their soapbox and talk about how irate they are and how this shouldn't been happen happening and blaming the Republican Party when you've known this has been their mission. The Republicans have been proactive. The Democrats have been reactive. They have prided themselves in the fact that they can reach across party lines and they're trying to make it work with the other side when the Republicans have been like, fuck that. Like, this is what we want to do. This is what we're doing. And guess what? It's working for them. So if I'm a voter, how do I have faith when the Democrats are going to come out in droves? We're in the midterms right now. We're in next year is an election year. We're in that. Is it? Or it's 2024. <laughs> Whatever. When we're, start, when we're starting to work towards another election, how am I as a voter supposed to have faith and believe that I need to go out there and vote for the Democrats because they're going to get things done? We did that. And y'all still aren't. You can't get the voter voting rights passed. You're trying to work with the other side. You can't get it passed. You can't get the Justice and Policing Act passed. You can't get Women's Health Protection Act passed. You can't get these things done. And you're telling us to come out and vote so you can have power, but then it doesn't wow. seem like things are done for us, huh? I'm, Rachel, you cooking. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, I'm just very like... Because I because I read something today that really angered me where it said, well, they knew that this legislation wouldn't pass, particularly I'm talking about the Women's Health Protection Act. They knew it wouldn't pass the vote. They wouldn't get the 60 votes that they needed. OK, but they said that they're hoping that this shows that they're going to corral voters to come out in droves to go vote. So these things can happen for them. If I'm a voter, I'm sick of that because the population shows that people are in favor of abortion rights, of reproductive rights, yet the people in control are, 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 are saying the complete difference. And now these, what I believe should happen, or the majority of the country believes should happen, is not what the actual law is about to be. So why am I encouraged to vote at this point? Because you can't get the job done for me. And if you think the fact that showing that you can't get things passed with a 60 plus vote is going to make me go out and vote more, we did that. And we're still not seeing things done. I'm just frustrated. And I've got to I've got to turn to the Democrats and blame them because it seems like the Republicans have their ducks in a row. Well, OK, so let's look at two things right here. Let's look at uh, motivations. First of all, that was that's what I call an ISO right there, Rachel. I was working to pull up this tweet from uh, the smartest man on Twitter, Twitter, Ellie Mistel, and great, um, it's great follow. That was a clear out, Iverson. I'm gonna be, I'm not gonna lie, I was Matumbo on that. Your Iverson, crossing <laughs> people over, you were scoring, and I'm playing defense and rebounding. I don't give a fuck. I'm a part of a championship team, guys. What the fuck? Anyway, um, so let's talk about motivations here, and let's see what the motivations are behind things. So the Democrats, motivations for being super fired up about uh, preserving um, women's rights to choose, abortion rights, okay. It's strictly a political issue. 
strictly a political issue. Mm-hmm. And the issue itself is a quagmire. I challenge the notion that the Democrats give as much of a fuck as they say they do. I challenge the notion. I challenge it. Cap. Steve Rogers. I challenge the notion that they care that much. I don't think that they do. I think the issue is politically murky for them. I think abortion is a lot less popular than the general American public thinks that it is. I think to, uh, no, excuse me. Abortion is a lot less, no, that's what I meant to say, than the general American public thinks it is. I think. So you think the statistics are wrong? I think that the statistics are close enough that it gives the Democrats pause on being aggressive about going after it. I think the statistics, I think the issue is murky enough that they feel like being super duper aggressive on this issue could cost them votes in places where people flip flop based upon who's running at the top of the ticket. And the reason why I say that is because Biden hesitates to even say the word abortion. The word itself is too aggressive for him. So what I think we think a lot of times uh, are the Democrats' principles are the Democrats' policies. And policy is different than principle, right? The Republicans, the right, led by the religious right, think that they're saving babies for Jesus to love. Mm-hmm. They think that they're saving babies on behalf of Jesus Christ. And if they don't think that, they think something else. This is what else they might be thinking. The other side of what might be driving them is the principle that the number of people could dwindle exponentially to the point, the numbers of their people to the point to where they're no longer the voting majority in this country. I really do believe that part of this is actually being um, spearheaded by or motivated by the fact that they want to keep making white people and they want abortion to be hard to get to. They want contraception to be hard to get to because they need to keep the white birth rate high so that they can maintain a voter base. And But wait, if 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 it impacts black and brown people to where they can't have access to abortion, then they're going to keep having kids. Isn't that going to increase the minority? You'd have to look at the numbers. Not as much. They you, you'd have to look at the numbers where they're being affected and the numbers where they want to maintain a stronghold. By the way, that's just a crazy crackpot theory, but I don't think it's without merit. This is what I'm saying. I'm saying when you take those two things, what you have is what you always have in this situation, Rachel, which is one group that is more motivated than the other group. One group that is fighting a life and death battle. Like like I said, one group is playing the hugger games. The other group is playing checkers. The Mm -hmm. question for us and the question for women like yourself and men who want the women like yourself to have freedom is how do we get our side to understand that it's life or death for us too? Because it doesn't seem like it is for them. And that's the question. 
And that's the question I would ask all of these guys out in Washington, these guys to say, hey, vote, come out here and do your thing. And then they're going to say, hey, you know what happens? It all comes back down to making them powerful. That's the answer to everything. It's like, it's like, it's like, it's like hey, and I do think that there's a possibility that this, that, that this uh, road thing could actually uh, inspire some people to super get active in voting that might have not been before. I think politically. It or could be a po- in the politics. I just think get involved in the politics. That's- so let me tell you what. Let, let me, me ask you, you this: Can I tell you what? Democrats, though, that are fighting for us, for the I get the women, and on their side, they're still not directly impacted. A hummingbird just what came the, by the window. What the fuck just happened just... up there? You got you just got a lyrical moment with the hummingbird. <laughs> no, it was just there. You know how I feel about birds. It was just there, and I. Ugh, Rachel, Rachel, Rachel. Hummingbird, cute, lovable god creature, one of the most unique like animals. How, I don't like how fast it moves. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> the reason I don't think they'll ever see it as life and death mm. um, on the dem- on the side of the Democrats is because still the very people who are fighting or representing the Democrats are not the very people who are affected by this. Mm. So they're not mm. going to see it as life and death. Republicans are fighting for themselves. We'll see when they take the condoms away. What niggas is gonna be burning each other? Y'all don't want condoms? Like we can't have a condom. Like they're taking away the IUDs and the pill and all of that stuff. Require y'all to have vasectomies. They'll never require men to have vasectomies. They should. But they won't. People just gonna be walking around here, just dicks on fire. Just dicks on fire everywhere. Just. And people just walking around itchy all over society. No condoms. There's people going to be either one or two things, pregnant or itchy. There's all kinds of, we all got all these diseases already out here. And by the way, this is not me coming down on people that have been, that you know, might have STDs. I'm not coming down on them. I'm just saying that, you know, you want to prevent them. And it's hard to do without a fucking condom. Anyway, all right, so this is what Ellie Missile says that the president could do today. He could lease federal facilities to volunteer federal abortion providers. He could send in abortion providers on mobile federal platforms. Because remember, if it's on federal land, it's not subject uh, to some of the state stuff. It could probably be challenged, but it would be hard. Um, have the Department of Transportation guarantee safe and free passage to any person seeking to travel to get health care. That would be very important. And I do think that if this were to happen, some of those things would have to go into uh, uh, would have to go into effect. Um, but it would be a good idea to me uh, for the messaging from the White House to tell us that they have a plan, that there's some sort of contingency in the Thank event you. that this that this vote goes the way that it goes. Last question about this. What do you think about the idea of uh, of protesting in front of a judge's house? Do you think that you should not go to a house and protest in front of the judge's house and um, disturb them while they're uh, having a beef wellington? Why not? You disturbed us. I'm disturbed. I'm disturbed by the... are these Whose house are they in front of? Supreme Court justices? Yeah, Supreme Court justices. They was... Yeah, Kavanaugh. y'all disturbed us with that with that with that terrible drafted opinion. My soul hasn't been right since. So I have no problem with them going in front of a judge's house and protesting. Um no, they have a right to protest. Jack Harlow is the newest hottest thing in hip hop. Uh he went on uh Hot 97, Ebro, P. Rosenberg, P. Rosenberg, finished the show. Uh, and he found something out. 
he found something out. Bombshell was dropped upon Jack Harlow. Uh, Donna, give me the audio. I guess that's how she had you fooled. Because she was an angel in disguise. <laughs> Can I give him a hint? I know you're going to give the same hint I'm going to give. Go ahead. What's your hint? All right. How about I go this way? She had a TV show. She started a TV show. Tell me another hint. Her, her, her brother is the reason why a lot of people are famous, you could argue. Her brother had an amazing sex tape. Very famous. Who's Ray J's sister? Oh my God! Who's Ray J's sister? <laughs> Yo, fat. He's serious. <laughs> yeah, I know that's. Yo, he's twenty-four. I didn't know they were siblings. Who is it? You didn't know Brandy and Brandy and Ray J are siblings? <laughs> yes. Wow. Nobody's ever told me that in my life. You just found that out today. Nobody's Yo, ever told amazing. me that. Wow. Yo, give it up to Jack. Love Harlow, you, Jack Harlow. Man. Yo, that is amazing. Yo, Yo, no, I loved it. Y'all got a good clip off that one. I cut it off. So Jack Harlow didn't know that Brandy and Ray J are brother and sister, and black people are pissed. <laughs> <laughs> well, you called it. Well, we had that discussion that you said you believe that, and you might have been referring to the younger generation, unclear, but you said that people really don't know that Brandy and Ray J are brother and sister, and I refuse to believe that. That's a true now, situation. is it because of his age or because of his race? I'm going to say... I'm going to call in Trudy. Jack Harlow is 24 years old. Trudy, how old are you? You're, how old are you again, Trudy? I'm 27. Trudy's 27. So she would have been in high school with Jack Harlow. Okay. At, at, at what age, Trudy, did you know that Brandy and Ray J were brother and sister? I mean, I grew up watching Moesha, so it's hard not to. See what I'm saying? I don't know. The culture. That's, say no more, Trudy. See what I'm saying? Say no more. <laughs> Shout out Drama. Shout out DJ Drama. Love DJ Drama. Fuck with Jack Harlow a lot. He be rapping. He be rapping. Love Jack Harlow. That's a that that, that that's a, that's a demerit. That's half a demerit. You gotta give him a half a demerit. It's a half a demerit, and it doesn't matter because he's white. It's a half a demerit. Half a demerit. Like to me, to be honest with you, I think that Brandy and Ray J are the most important cultural brother and sister of this generation. Brandy and Ray J are this generation's Michael and Janet Jackson. Yeah, I'm gonna need some time to think about that because I don't know if I'm give me gonna another, agree that. I give me another to, brother and sister I combination. I need to. I need to think. <laughs> give me another one. I, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to. I gotta think about it. And I I'm, think there's all, a better one. Out all of there. you guys, there's not. Brandy and Ray J are the most significant brother and sister combination in the culture since Michael and Janet Jackson. Give me another brother-sister combination that means as much to the culture as Brandy and Ray J since Michael and Janet Jackson. I, I dare all that of them. Should be your very, that should be your very serious question. That's a very serious question. It's a serious statement that since Michael and Janet, Brandy and Ray J, Brandy, is Ray is J. It? Is there another one? No, there's what not. Do Donnie, Trudy, can y'all... Jussie and Journey. Donnie, Donnie. Ah, well, wait. I'm not hating on Jussie and Journey. I'm the, the only, there's only one brother sister combination. You are. You're sucking up right now. There's, a, there's, a, there's only one brother and sister combination that could could that has the opportunity to get close. Willow and Jaden Smith. 
They, oh, but you said to the culture. To the culture. God damn, you just shitted on Willow and Jaden Smith. You just, you just, it's just out of nowhere. You just shitted on them. All right. Um, we and we can't do we can't do siblings. We can't do sisters. Or it's brother sister. Think about it. Okay. Brandy and Ray J okay. are the most significant brother sister combination. Because we don't because it's slim picking. Michael and Janet Jackson. It's slim picking. Facts. It's slim pickings around here. Like access. Damn. Facts. It's Might true. Right. It's de- I'm definitely right. I'm definitely right. They don't make them in they don't make them in tandems like that. Shout out Sonya Norwood. You don't get a tandem like that, really, like talking about. You don't get a tandem. A Michael and a Janet. You don't get a tandem. Sonya Norwood knew what she was doing. Uh you saw Jesse's uh new body. You want to go ahead and talk about my friend? Go ahead and lust over my friend. First of all, I'm a married woman, so I'm not about to lust over your your friend. Yeah. But your friend did take the the internet and just media pretty much uh, yeah. by storm. Yeah. Go ahead. He was in what was the what was the play Broadway play he was in? Go it's ahead. It's your friend. Take me out to the dick game. It's called Take Me Out. He's portraying a baseball player. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna assume. Yeah. And. Van and I can't confirm, but we're pretty sure that this play has been out for. Oh, he's been doing it for a while. Night. He's been doing it for a he's while. He's been doing it for a while. I believe he's nominated for a Tony. Yeah. Or the play is. So, he's, yeah, big he's deal. Might be, he might Great be nominated play. for a Johnson. Okay. Um, and while I had, did not realize he was on Broadway, the internet let us know. Yeah. He said he's on Broadway in all his glory. And I'm gonna be honest. I have I've yet to hear one person complain about his performance. Uh, he's very upset. Uh, <laughs> people people are very upset. Did he say he's upset? Nah, he's not upset. He hasn't said that he's upset. Uh, he has no reason. To Actors be upset. Equity are Association very excited. Uh, they condemn the video leak of Jesse Williams on stage nude scene as sexual harassment. <gasps> it's sexual harassment. See, this is this is kind of a deal. If Jesse were a lady. And this had gotten out without this wouldn't have been a thing. So let me oh ask you a question. Oh my gosh, it let, would have been. Let me ask yeah. you a question. If Jesse were a lady, and the internet, all the guys on the internet were going crazy over the new body that they weren't supposed to see, and the lady didn't want it to come out, would the reaction be the same? I know that sexism and a history of destructive male towards female relationships made. The no, same. it would not have been the same. Except it would not the way the way people are like lusting and reposting it. And, you know, it almost seems to be acceptable. But if that was a woman, absolutely not. Yeah, it would not it. have had the same response. All right. Uh, it's time for the 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 game that's taking the world by storm. If you want to be honest with you, it's time for the one thing that people the game love. or the song. The Whatever. It's both. It's both. The game, the song, the experience. It's time for Animal Games. Animal, animal, animal games. Animal, animal games. Animal, animal, animal games. Animal, animal games. That's the Animal Games theme song right there. All right, before we get into it, uh, Donnie, what is the current Animal Games tally? The score currently stands. You're in the lead. You have two. And Rachel and Trudy are both tied with one apiece. Mm. All we right. did that on purpose. After this week, we're implementing new rules. Oh, I'm interested to hear this. I cannot wait to look yeah. at the new rules are. Animal games. Yeah. All right, uh, Donnie, take it away whenever you're ready. All right. You're starting this off, man. This is coming from Joe Cell Cook. 
She wants to know which of these is the biggest rodent. A muskrat. B capybara. C Patagonian Mara. Or D the North American beaver. I'm going to go Patagonia Mara. Mm, no, you're wrong. It's the capybara. Damn it. Capybara is capybara. the largest rodent. Fuck. All right. Yes. Rachel, you ready to tie Van? I'm ready. Okay. Neurodivergent Negress asks. <laughs> oh, I thought that no, was no, 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 no. That was the question. <laughs> that was the same shit. <laughs> She wants to know which of these is not a reptile. Okay. Snake, turtle, crocodile, salamander, lizard. Why do I have five options and Van had four? I can take an option away. Get rid of one Hell of them. Hell no. Get rid of one of no. them. No. Hey, Donnie, you stop fixing four. animal no, no, no. Games. You had four. She's right. It's only fair. She's right. Okay. I'm going to get rid of the... First of all, the question is so easy. I'm going to get rid of the lizard. No, it's not. So your options are snake, turtle, yeah. crocodile, salamander. Snake, turtle, crocodile. I think I'm going to have to go with the salamander. Oh, you are correct. Ah! (laughs) Salamanders are amphibians, not reptiles. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Congratulations, Rachel. Yeah, I'm fucked. That was tough for me. I would have not have confidence. (laughs) It's your turn. To tie it all up, Trudy. Oh, Lord, fix it, Jesus. This question is coming from Ireland. Dara Clear. They say, according to Irish myth, what dangerous dangerous animals (laughs) did St. Patrick drive out of? Oh, I know that. Oh, Jesus Christ. The fuck? Oh, you already know it? No, no, no. I did this last time. So I know. Humans. <laughs> Your options are scorpions, tarantulas, snakes, or sharks. Snakes. Oh man, everybody's tied up. Two, two, two. Fuck! <laughs> Damn it! All right. Animal games is taking over the world. Let's go. Snakes are Shari, Shari, Shari Sanders. They say. Name five of the ten longest living creatures in the world. Okay. Tortoise. Lobster. Hippopotamus. Uh, whale. Uh, 
Gorilla. Uh, all right, you got three of them. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah, oh, wow. There's, there's 10 I would have said elephant. Yeah, you would have been right, Rachel. Uh, the There's a bowhead whale. You got that right. Bowhead whales, the longest living one, has been uh, estimated to have lived for as long as 200 years. Tortoises, the longest living one, 256 years. And uh, what else did you say? You said lobster. Lobster. 140. Hmm. The longest living animal, according to this site, is an Antarctic sponge, which estimated to have been able to live 1,500 years. There's also this jellyfish that they say is immortal, but I don't understand that. Okay. Yeah, I should have known that. Jesus Christ. I'm off on animal games today. Yeah, it's bad week. Rachel. Christine Jorgens asks, which of the 250 U.S. states have no snakes? The 250 U.S. states. Okay. I'm going to say Alaska. And North Dakota. Fuck! Uh, you were wrong. You were close. I would have so, thought it was North Dakota. Yeah, it's Hawaii. Hawaii really? has no snakes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, How mm-hmm. the fuck Hawaii? But got was no Alaska snakes? the other one? Alaska was the other one. Yeah, you were fifty percent right. I think it's because Hawaii is a volcano. Or is it because it's it was formed with from volcanoes, so snakes weren't there. Uh, I don't know. That's a guess. I was though. going with cold. Okay, let's True. go. Jenna Schumacher or Shoemaker asks, which animal has the longest pregnancy? There's no multiple choice. <laughs> mm-hmm. Trudy, none of us got it. The longest pregnancy. Um. Hmm. Can you give me a hint? <laughs> Fuck no. Uh uh-uh, uh. Uh uh. I feel uh-uh. like this is so wrong, but like, I don't know. How long are kangaroos pregnant for? Oh my god. Is it? That's her answer. Is that is her answer. Is that, you're sticking with kangaroos. That's it. No, because judging by their like, I don't know what else. You said there. kangaroo. Okay, kangaroo. it's over. Uh, what's the answer can- kangaroo is wrong it's elephant oh, elephants wow. i was gonna say elephant. For, yeah. oh, you guys we don't know shit about animals it's animal months. games that's a lot two months god it's a big baby i Damn. mean the way this this week worked the way this week worked i was the winner because yeah. i got half where i got one and a half right you are rachel yeah <laughs> a, let's be honest with you she's the queen of animal well, games right now Queen of animal games. All right. I was on it this week. All right, Donnie. Um, that's animal games for this Thursday. I'm, I, I gotta be honest with you. I'm delighted so when upset. I'm playing animal games. Y'all, he's so upset. With I'm himself. so mad that I got shut out on animal games this week. Yeah, but I will say that I think that there's a little anti-van conspiracy in animal games. I'll be honest with you. I think that there's a little bit okay. Of Donnie rigging They're the a little questions. bit more difficult. They're a little bit more difficult. I will admit that for you. Donnie, Donnie, you're coming at me with the animal game. I see what you're doing. Fucking Donald Glover. Uh, mailbag. Mailbag time. Time to read your letters and then we'll reply to them. Oh, 
It's mailbag time. Write us with your queries and we'll chime in. Bobopedic33. That's enough of, of animal games. We don't no, have no. time. This is mailbag. Oh. He's doing mailbag. Oh, 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 my, <laughs> oh my. He is so upset. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, so Donnie. <laughs> sorry, Bobo. All right, okay. Bobo Pedic, 33. They want to know what's something that is stereotypically considered white that you fuck with? Freedom. Seinfeld. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. I like that. One word answers. <laughs> All right, next one. Next Mark question. Turntables asks, what is the most overrated hip-hop, rap, or R&B album of all time? Um, of all time? Come on, man. This is not... We don't do that on this podcast. I can't even think of one. Yeah, we don't do that on this podcast. That's tough. That's tough. I'm trying to think overrated. Something that's just like the most overrated. I can't think of anything. I'm being serious. Get off me. All right. We can come back to it. Uh, Midnight Menace asks, what is something that isn't racist but feels racist? I saw that question on the thing. Um, Rivers. I see the Mississippi River and I feel away. I don't know why. I'm not. I'm just feeling like I see the river. I'm no, like, no, like no. A, I like can slavery. understand why because yes, because it's <laughs> I, like I look at the river out. I look at the river outside my window and I just feel like God damn, just just, just niggas. You know what? Honestly, you can say that a lot about things in the South. Yeah, they just feel. Races, feels like, feels like I see I see this boat like look at this boat look at this fucking ass boat right here on the river it's, fuck something's wrong I don't get it yeah like I almost said Cracker Barrel but it is racist right it's a little racist yeah it's true <laughs> it's a little racist but you know they got the rocking chairs on the porch like from the moment you walk and I love Cracker Barrel but the moment you walk in it just feels feels a little weird Dixie Dixie all right <sighs> Rachel who's your unexpected ally of the week. Um, I am going to go with the Nashville Public Library. They're offering cards that say, I read banned books. So they are encouraging their their readers and their, you know, Nashville residents to read whatever you want to. And then wear a badge of honor while you're doing it. Wouldn't expect that necessarily from a library in the South. So good for them. Um, I don't have one. This is a rough week. My expected allies, all the people out there that are fighting for their rights, don't let America beat you down. Look, you guys, take your think caps off, but do not stop learning. I am Van Lathan Jr. And I'm Rachel O'Neill. Bye, guys. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm.